Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're feeling rejuvenated. And what was old becomes new in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us. We're just outside a barn for this week's Peapod. But it's not just any old barn. It's the beautifully curated Summer Symphony Barn in East Harting, home of Lamb and Newt's pop-up shop. And we'll be speaking to Hannah Stubbington and Mariana Newton from Lamb and Newt to find out what this season's pop-up holds as they channel a bit of the Chelsea Flower Show. We'll also meet Alfie Jameson from Earth to Oven, who is creating some delicious food here at the Pop-Up Cafe. He's local, and if we're lucky, we may get to try some oh, samples yes, for you too. Yes, please. And John Walker will have your weekly peaceful news, and Susie goes on a wet wild walk in Berriton. We end this week's Peapod with South Coast R&B band Guilt Tripping and their new single, Baby. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. How are you? Hi, Geoff. I'm all right. Thank you very much. You How are you? You don't sound it. How's your week been? <laughs> well, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon, we are. which is a first for us. It is. Yes, I've got the week off work, so we thought we'd use the opportunity to come out to East Harting, and uh, so we've got the weekend free, which will be nice. Which will be nice, and you look nice and relaxed, and I probably look a bit harassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not been the greatest week. I've got to say, the weather's been shocking, Yeah, what is, really. what is That's a shame, isn't it? Next week would be nicer, Geoff. Thank you. Yes, it will be when I'm back at work. Yes. <laughs> but there we go. I've done, I've done very little. I've not been on any walks. I've done the odd bit of exercise on the, uh, on the bike. But that's about it, really. Was it nice to just relax? Yeah, just, yeah I think bit. so. I think last weekend was such a busy weekend. Well, we had the four days, didn't we, with the, the Jubilee and uh, everything. I'd done two days with the radio, the Friday and all day on the Saturday at the Fate. I think I was just worn out. Yeah, I bet you were, actually. You too know, much partying. Too much partying. Another hour ages, John. And then we had, a, we had a street party on the Sunday, so that was nice, but cold. But I did wear my, my suit top jacket again. I thought, come on. You spent all that money. You're looking great. Um, uh, let's, get a, let's get another airing out of it. And how did it go down? Funny looks. Yeah. Like I did Saturday. So, Claire, why has your week been so stressful? Oh, it's I good think to talk. June, yes, thank you, Geoff. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> I always find, I love June. June's such a lovely month, but I always find it's such a busy month because of the kids have got, you know, so much on at school. It's, it's the month just before the summer holidays, so everything just gets packed in it. I've got um, various different school trips happening. We've got to get organised for, as a Duke of Edinburgh walk as well to get all the kit for that prepared. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lot going on. Driving lessons, driving test coming up. What? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arranging it all. Um, yeah, just, is just it a practical, bit of Is it practical theory, the driving test? Practical. So the wow. real deal is happening, yeah. Wow. Round Winchester, which I've, I've heard from various different sources, it's, it's quite a nice place to, uh, to take your test, but we'll, we'll see. Yes. So, Glenn, what was your highlight? Last week for the, fa- the the four days, the Platinum Jubilee. Uh, well, I loved the Wednesday, seeing Rehab 
yep. play in the square. That was a great start. And actually being there at the fete on Sunday, although okay, it wasn't that warm, was it? No. But it was How fun. long did it take you to warm up? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a couple of pims afterwards definitely <laughs> helped off. <laughs> did you do any dancing? You on were, you the wanted Wednesday to. night you, I did. Yeah, yeah, but you wanted to at the fate. You oh, wanted yes. to, didn't there you? There was some great live music there. But, Joff, you didn't want to. No. I was hanging out with you and Noni. <laughs> and I yeah, think Noni I did... was sort of up for it, but... Yeah, no, no. it was never going to happen. I'm not, the, I'm not doing lunchtime dancing. <laughs> you know? Does it have to have a time? It, it does, it does. Or does it? OK, I'll have to remember that next time. So, Claire, where are we today? We are in East Harting. Oh, it's a little bit blowy now. It's a bit windy. We're outside the barn that Lam and Newt use for their pop-up shop. Yes, I think it's the first one they've had this year. We'll be speaking, I guess, to Hannah and Mariana later, find out about that. Um, It's a nice day. But it's a working farm, so you're going to hear lots of noises. We've got a sheepdog chewing on a stick next to us. We'll hear tractors. We'll hear the lambs. It's all go. It's all happening. In fact, actually, before we started this, there was a lamb that had escaped. No. Yeah, so he... Big maybe, news in East Harting. He might pop over to say <laughs> hi too. Got the mint sauce ready. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, Claire, have you had to get a passport recently? No. Thank right. goodness, no. We're, a couple of years ago now. We're arranging a... Trying to sort up a passport for our youngest. Just... just we're not going anywhere. We're not even going to Swanage this year. But, uh, so... Oh, I'll tell you what, they did say it would take 10 weeks, and I think we're going to take the full 10 weeks. Wow, why so, so long? We, we had to send off the documents 9th of May, sent it registered post. Um, it, got there, it got there on the 11th, because I checked, checked the docket, and uh, it then took from the 11th to the 19th to get from the post room to say that they've received the documents. Okay. So we've then, because he's over 16, we've got to have an interview. So I had the email this week. And uh, I tell you, please ring the number. If you can't get through, email us. So we ring. The voicemail, voice message says, um, we're very busy at the moment, but we'll endeavour to get back to you. Well, if you're not going to answer the phone, you've got to do more than endeavour to ring us up. You've got to ring us, otherwise we're never going to have the, inter- we're never going to have the interview. I love the optimism. Yeah. <laughs> Did so, it happen? Uh, well, no, so I emailed them Tuesday. I'm still waiting for the phone call. I've done, I've done a chaser email. And I know it's post-Covid and everything, it's all a bit tough. But really, we started this process on the 9th of May. And they'll endeavour to come back to us. Well, I suppose if you're not going away, and not even to Swanage, which I don't know, Geoff, maybe you do need a passport to go to Swanage. (laughs) Is there an urgency to this, or is it just you want to get it done? We just want to get it done, because he's finishing his GCSE, they may get the urge to want to suddenly go away. You never know. Yeah. You know what what 16, 17-year-olds are like these days? Whatever takes their fancy, you know? But, uh, yeah, so it's just been hard work. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll keep you updated. <laughs> we'll let you know how, how long the passport takes. Yeah. Uh, as you know, we love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hello, please do get in touch. You can call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or send an email to team at Coming up, we speak to Hannah and Mariana from Lamb and Newt. But first, let's find out what's been going on in the Petersphere from the Petersfield Post's John Walker. Hello, John. How are you? 
Very well, mate. Very well. Here we are stood in the splendour that is Petersfield Cricket Club's pitch. Is it pitch or ground? It's We're on the Heath Cricket Pitch, John. We're here for a memorial game in memory of Jim Smallbone. It's a, a Petersfield Select versus a, a Hampshire seniors team, and I'm in the Petersfield team. Yeah, and I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, mate, but it's my first game of cricket in nine years, so anything could happen. Yes, well, I mean, you're, you're playing, as I understand it, the Hampshire under-70s, <laughs> who are not going to be taking any prisoners, Joff, and you, in the peak of physical condition, I think might be in a spot of bother. <laughs> yes, I didn't go for a walk this morning because I didn't want to seize up too early. <laughs> Always best, Joff, not to seize up too early and get run out or hit by an old man with a cricket ball. <laughs> so, John, what's gone on in the pits here over the last week or so? Well, obviously, last weekend was the Jubilee celebrations, which I thought were fantastic. They went really well. There's uh, a lot of people out there doing street parties. There was a lot of people in the square. There was a lot of people down at uh, the Avenue where you looked very natty in your Union Jack suit, Joff, tailored specially to fit your expanding or shrinking waistline, whichever way you want to look at it. I think it's, yeah, it was a really good, uh, good afternoon or good four days. And then... Um, on the social theme last night the Queen's Head celebrated uh, 10 years um, being run or owned by John Berry and that was uh, another well done oh, Petersfield is just so good at doing events I think not much good at collecting bins but they're very good at doing events well yes John um, we touched on this subject last year it was why I led you into that one it was magical John it was magical so we've discussed this many a time John garden waste collection there was a period last year where it wasn't collected for a month in some roads and once again that seems to be the case what is different with the garden waste compared to the normal waste you're actually having to pay 80 pounds a year for the privilege and they're not being collected well yeah i mean it's questions have been asked of the council uh, i'm waiting for a reply as to the situation there i mean are you going to get any money back are you not going to get any money back is it going to be offset against the fact that they're going to have to clear all the long grass when they do the verges? I mean, who knows? But the council have been asked, and they're, um, I'm sure that's East Hampshire District Council, and I'm sure they will come back to uh, give us a response in, in due course. But whatever happened to compost heaps, Joff? Very good question, John. And that leads nicely into, you've mentioned... You've mentioned the verges. We had no mow May, which is a great thing. We're now the middle of June. Some might say that it's time to cut back the verges, the river banks, to make to make to make the town look nice again. Well, yeah, again, see, you come down to definition of nice. What's nice for some people isn't for other people. And there is, as we know, a move to save the planet by letting Petersville verges grow, which I think is a kind of... Um, might be over-egging it a little bit, but I'm not too bothered about it, to be honest. Yes, Stafford Road in particular is a fine example where people have obviously... Some people have obviously determined that they're going to mow their own little bit of verge and others haven't, and it does look quite... Uh, one one's bit of it's like quarter an inch long and the other bit's flowering and two foot high but there are roads in the town where you can't see round the corner is that now potentially going to become a safety risk 
Well, obviously, if it is that bad, then it's a safety risk. But, I mean, you know my views on driving, Joff. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a closed road and I'm up there faster than that. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an odd thing. But I can pretty much guarantee that even if they never mow the verges again and they never empty your garden waste bins again, you are not going to get any money back from the council or any money off your council tax. I can almost guarantee that. Which leads to a, another point. Obviously, the contractors who do the verges and the riverbanks, are they contracted for the year or are they not being paid or are we paying for them not to do it? Uh, I suspect the council will do a deal with the contractors. If there's less work involved, the council will claim some money back, the same as any business would do. But that money they've claimed back... I can almost guarantee you won't be passed on to you and me. And next year we will have the pleasure of the council tax going up again, regardless of whether your verges are mowed or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd thing. I mean, I think everybody accepts that when something goes up, it very rarely comes down again. I mean, petrol is edging up to £2 a litre again. So, you know, you, it's, it's just not going to happen. Whatever they do or don't do, you and I won't benefit financially. Moving on, John, what else has caught your eye this week? Uh, well, there was going to be quite a, a nice little piece. Funny enough, it's um, Shine Radio, the only radio station in the Petersphere worth listening to. Uh, there's a, a, a former BBC presenter, Martin Munkaster, who lives at um, Steep, and he did some old uh, news from the 50s for Shine Radio. That's yourself, John. Take a pat on the back and bow. Yep. <laughs> Make the most of it on this turf, because you'll only be out here for a few minutes before you're walking back to the pavilion. Yeah, and one of the items he, he covered was uh, a plane crash at Bell Hill. Um, now, I, I, heard, I had heard vaguely about that back in the uh, 1952, I think it was. And I looked into it, and it's, yeah, it's quite an interesting story. So that'll be in the... Uh, in the paper this week and uh, I'm hoping to pin down the NHS at some point and I have to say the council have been quite good at this East Hampshire District Council I raised the issue of more houses being built and less facilities being or no more facilities being provided i.e. doctors and dentists and um, they, they've actually set up a, a meeting with the NHS with myself and the council and obviously the NHS to um, discuss why it is they think they can build hundreds more houses around here and we don't get any extra doctors or any extra dentists, which, again, I suspect will be full of flammery and waffle and (laughs) (laughs) excuses, to be fair. But it's just you can't seem to get a doctor's appointment for love and money. Um, There's no NHS dentists. And if they want to go private, if everybody wants to go private, if the whole medical profession wants to be private, then the government should come out and say it, and then we can all start paying our private healthcare things and complain about the NHS being too expensive. But it certainly, it certainly seems to be not doing so well as it was in terms of seeing people and treating people and just, you know, and this is the dental side as well as the medical side. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see what the NHS have to say about all this. Yes, John, it'll be interesting to hear how you get on with that. And John, lots of photos in the People's Post last week of the Jubilee. Are there any more to come? 
I think you might find there's a few more, <laughs> yes. Um, on our, on my travels, hundreds got taken. Some of them are quite good. Some of them probably shouldn't be <laughs> put into the public domain. Um, but, yeah, there'll be a, another few pages of uh, Jubilee pictures next week. And, of course, hopefully, there'll be some pictures of you in sporting action at the cricket club this afternoon. <laughs> Brilliant, John. Can't wait to buy this week's edition of The Post. You look after yourself, and I'll see you very, very soon. Yeah, if you're not in hospital. Thank you. Bye. The Peaceful Post is out every Wednesday and costs a nice round pound, and it's worth every single penny. I've got to say, I've got to say something now, Claire. Mm. John took our photo last week, so I bought the Peaceful Post in readiness. Me and Noni. Not in there. Not there. No, not in oh. there. So please, yeah. So I may have to get it next week. Who knows? So please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. Lifestyle curators Lamb and Newt are in the midst of their summer symphony pop-up shop and cafe, taking place at the barn in East Harting. And it comes hot on the heels of their showcase at the Chelsea Flower Show. Join us as we immerse in a carefully conducted mix of colour, texture and design for the home and garden. And Hannah Stubbingdon and Mariana Newton join us now. And we have someone else. <laughs> Who else do we have here? Introduce yourself. I'm Kate Olfert. Hello, Kate. How are Hi. you? Hi. So, thank you very much for hosting us. How's it going? It's been a fantastic day. We've had a continuous stream of people through the door all day, buying lots of wonderful things. Um, and the sunshine? Sunshine. Yeah, it was looking amazing for a bit. But Fridays always are a fantastic day because I guess people realise that once it's gone, it's gone. So everything that we have, one off, and uh, so it's just it's it's great. People are coming and they're shopping, which is fantastic. So I'm surrounded by people who've been to the Chelsea Flower Show. Claire was there as well. How was it for you? It was amazing. Um, the atmosphere was incredible. Fantastic feedback from everybody. We've had a lot of people visit today who were there um, and wanted to re rekindle the, the feeling that we had in the Alatex greenhouses and, and on the Gaze Burble stand. So, yeah, lots of people coming along and buying the things that they'd seen, which was, was really lovely to see people walking out very happy with their purchases. Yeah, Chelsea was incredible. It's the, I've not been to the full Chelsea before, and... It's a staggering piece of work, what people manage to build. And people ask us how long it takes to get our pop-up shop ready for, for these four days. And, I mean, weeks and weeks and weeks of building for Chelsea, isn't it? And, you know, full-on construction, which is pretty, pretty incredible to see. Well, it's lovely to see you again, <laughs> back in our home county. Uh, it was nice to see you up at Chelsea as well. What special things have you got in the barn for this pop-up? Oh, gosh. Um, what we've done this time is to sort of zone the barn into different sort of rooms, different areas. Uh, and each one we've given a sort of personality. Uh, we've, we've thought who might, be, might live there, who might uh, really inhabit those spaces. Um, that's been fun to do, hasn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. The, the furniture, we, we, we have some, idea, some creative ideas as, as far as what we're going to do in the barn before the event starts. But then you start getting the furniture out and, and moving it around and suddenly you get a feel for the direction that we should go as far as the styling and the dressing is concerned. Um, and this year 
We've got the New York apartment and then uh, a sort of a weaver's creative, more bohemian space. Um, and we've got uh, the pig, obviously, the pig bar and a kitchen that we imagine could go with that. Then a little bit of a growing area. And then we have, um, we, we worked with Willow Crossley last year at Alitex and we think we've created her sitting room and dining area. So that's, those are our, those are our main pieces. There are some fun quirky bits in there as well. You've got some parsley pots inside cupboard drawers that are coming out. There's some really nice little fun quirky bits in there. You must have fun decorating this barn. Yeah, it's great to bring a bit of uh, green in, you know, some living plants in just to break up all the all the furniture and, and uh, bits and pieces that we've got. Um, and to create the feeling that it's a garden space inside the barn as well. Actually, someone just said to me this afternoon that she'd only she hadn't been before. She'd followed us on Instagram. She'd seen the pictures, and she's been to the barn before. But she said it was really fascinating to come and see it because she said something about the height of the barn and the fact that actually it all pulls together when we've set it up. That yeah. isn't captured in the photographs. So it's interesting. I thought. Yeah, you can't you can't understand the majesty of the barn. I mean. Everybody, and I think buildings have characters and they have emotions. You know, when you walk into a building and you feel an emotion, everybody loves the barn. It's it's magical. And Kate and Jumbo, whose whose farm it is, they've looked after it and and cared for it and and just made it into the most beautiful space. So, which and is amazing considering it's it is a lambing yes, barn, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, it goes from straight straight hot on the heels of of lambing time. We then power wash it within an inch of its life and <laughs> start setting up for laminute yeah it's wonderful and it's the setting as well because we're right under the south downs and it's you know everyone who arrives here has got this vista view in front of them which oh, is really uh, special and that was lovely yesterday when we were setting up and the swallows decided oh, to come in and yes. they were just swim flying up and down the barn just in amongst beautiful. things it was so beautiful yeah. And of course you've got the cafe inside as well and I did turn up a little bit earlier before we recorded and, and did partake of a tea and a piece, a rather large, lovely piece of lemon cake. <laughs> Has that proved popular already? That's, that always proves popular. I think because we have the cafe set up very much in amongst um, all, the, all the, the shop in the barn, um, it, it just it just creates a lovely atmosphere, yeah, doesn't it? it? It's, it's giving people an experience, and I think if people are going to travel all the way to, to come and see us, it's lovely for them to be able to come, have a browse, then sit down, have some lunch, cup of coffee, piece of cake, and in fact, this time we've got the amazing Alfie and, and Ollie with Earth to Oven, who have just been incredible today. Um, and it's a it's a it's a weighted service, but it's just the most delicious street food. And yeah, it's worked out. It's something mm, a bit different for us this year. Really lovely. So, how far have people travelled to come here? Do you know? Well, there were a couple of people from London. Some people that we'd met at Chelsea, which was fantastic. Um, and then you know, I think it's a East couple Sussex. of us, Cotswolds, yeah, East Sussex. So. You know, people do make the journey, which is just amazing. And so we want to give them something to get to, to come to. So how many pop-ups have you now done? <gasps> oh, good Lord. Well, we aim for three a year, don't we? Yeah, but how many have we done in total? Ooh. It's so hard. COVID's messed up all the Must years. Must be about ten. 
Yeah. I just think something like that. Because the, our first event was actually a pop-up restaurant, which we are going to do again. Oh, the horses are back. <laughs> It's all happening. <laughs> it's all happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. It's yeah, so, so we kicked off with a restaurant, which was to really show people what we do and, and how we do it. And um, so we've had a couple of those. Yeah, probably. And how, so how, how have the pop-ups adapted over the years? Mm. Wow. Well, they, they just... I didn't know at the start of it, they, they happen without you really having to try very hard because you think, oh my God, what are we going to do next time? How are we going to make it better? And then suddenly you start buying and you, you start getting a feeling about things and out of that comes a feeling for what you're going to do and it just happens. It uh, but I think, I think we've got perhaps more... Um, we've, we've become... What we buy mm. has perhaps changed and we've become more choosy. We, we just, you know, we've... I think the style has developed. Yeah. Yeah, um, your eye gets honed, doesn't mm, it? Mm. Um, but we still have quite individual styles as well as the joint loves, which is really important. So, and we uh, do know, love a theme a too, don't we? Yeah, we do love a theme. But it's really so, helpful. <laughs> so what's next? What's next for Lamb and Newt? Well, we're going to have a couple of days off, which will be really important. I think a couple of holidays for people. Um, and then we'll be heading into uh, a couple of private projects, which would be lovely. Um, and then making everything happen for our next event in October. And um, focusing on the website. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Focusing on the website. We've, we've got a lot to do. And uh, we've just uh, got a new headquarters, which is very exciting. But it means that we can have a permanent studio up there to photograph things as they come in and get them up on the web. It's, it's a labour of love. <laughs> well, it's been really lovely catching up with you all again and just hearing how Lamb and Newt is growing. It's really lovely to hear. So um, great to see you again and thank you for having us here during the midst of your Summer Symphony pop-up. Oh, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks thank you. for your support too. It's yeah, great. really fabulous. Thank you both. Thank, thank you. you. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Susie goes to Bereton this week for her wild walk. And get soaked. Well, I was due to go to Bosnum today. So I was all set. I prepared my photographs, my itinerary. I thought it would make a nice change. But it is so showery. And like, you know, really heavy thunderstorms. I decided I'd just turn sharp left... And we're at Bereton. So if I sound slightly out of breath, it's because I'm making the most of a bit of sunshine. And I'm doing that first really long climb up from the car park at Kiln Lane. Rain hates it, don't you? All my dogs have hated this bit because it's quite sharp and gravelly under their paws at this stage. Oh. And there is an immensely black cloud ahead. So I think very shortly I'm not going to be able to record anything very much. I've got to say it's not the most attractive because people obviously let their dogs out. They then come up here through a quick poo with the owner marching ahead. So we've sort of got a guard of honour of unpleasantness. So, anyway, 
it's the week after the Jubilee celebrations. I hope whatever you did wasn't marred by the weather. Uh, we managed a, a wonderful street party in Sheet. Not as brilliant as it might have been with sunshine, but at least it didn't rain until much, much later. My favourite thing that they had at the wreck afterwards was the human fruit machine where three of our illustrious village members, all men, uh, were in drag and pulling real fruit out of plastic bags to raise money. So it was a bit weird having a sort of... Well, there was even an aubergine, but we'll pass swiftly over that. But there were, you know, real lemons, oranges, bananas and so on produced. And it was so funny. And they looked so utterly hideous, dressed as women. It was very much a Les Dawson moment where you expected the bosom to be sort of shuffled. This is my little tribute to 70 years of noble sacrifice, duty, integrity and honesty. Well done, HRH. And I think all in all... We need to stop divisions. There's been too much in our society recently. Yes. And what helps me is coming out here and, and looking across. At, there's just some random deer. There's a blackbird in a tree. The deer are in... There's a sort of valley that I'm looking across now. You can hear that I've stopped climbing briefly. There are gulls wheeling whitely against the stand of trees opposite. And if I look that way, there are wonderful fluffy white clouds, whilst looming ahead is a really deep grey sky, <laughs> making the, the grasses and the, and, and the new leaves acid green. Oh, can you hear? It's just starting to rain. Well, that was hilarious. I don't know if you can hear, but I'm I'm still going uphill, not the same place. We cowered under a tree for a while and I could see it was sort of set in for the afternoon. So I'm now tramping through a little streamlet that's formed on every normal path. My jeans, why did I wear jeans? They're hopeless at sea or country walks when it's raining. Um, I'm wet through to my knickers, which might be too much information, but is hilarious for all concerned except me. Um, under the barn where there are barbecues in what we British like to call summer, uh, there are a whole load of French students. Why do I know that? Because they were sort of looking glum and let's say they were saying sacre bleu. Words to that effect anyway. Um, it was certainly bleu. Um, Rain got in amongst them looking for an egg sandwich, so that was actually quite sweet. And luckily, they liked dogs. So one of us was happy, weren't we? And now she's completely soaked and looking like a little black beaver. Look at you with your otter tail. But very sweet. And on we go. And we stride purposely into what's left of June. 
And please, may it start flaming soon. Coming up, we speak to Alfie Jameson from Earth to Oven and bring you our latest What's On guide, full of events taking place in the Petersphere. The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. We're joined now by some other people who've been working hard today here at the barn. Would you like to introduce yourselves, please? I'm Emily. And I'm Bella. And we are the daughters of Mariana and Kate. Ah, oh, nice <laughs> to meet you. Lovely to meet you. So you've been roped in to help? Yeah, family, family uh, help out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a real family affair, every event that, that they have. It's wonderful. They were all friends for a long time beforehand, as were we. Yeah, we all went to school together. So <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this isn't your first pop-up that you've worked at? No, I've done, I think, the cafe in almost all of them apart from one or two so yeah it's um yeah. and i'm more on the the tills in the the shop area but i've only done a couple i think so and how's it been today yeah really great um it's been pretty busy um but lots of lovely people and uh yeah very very yeah. doesn't doesn't feel like work at yeah. all <laughs> you know you just have such a lovely time all day People coming up to you telling you what an amazing job everyone's done. And, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like work. It's just really, really fun. And you both help out with, with setting up the barn as well and decorating it? So I did a little bit this year, um, which was super fun. Really, really lovely getting everything out and looking where it's, it's going to go and seeing what kind of little spaces you can create. Um, and, yeah, they've got some kind of gorgeous linens and other small things as well that are really fun to play around with. And what would you say is your favourite item there oh, oh. this week? There was a lovely chair, but it's gone now. <laughs> I'm absolutely gutted. Yeah, everything, everything goes within an instant. You know, there's no, no point having your eye on something <laughs> because it all gets snapped up. But I think they've got some really wonderful um, lampshades this year. Yeah, they're both gorgeous. Both kind of ceiling, ceiling hanging and also standing lamps. And I've had yeah my eye on quite a few of those this year. There's a nice uh, teapot as well at the moment I've got my eye on. <laughs> Changes hourly. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, little 70s mm, number. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Much pop it in a drawer. So no exactly. One <laughs> it must be very exciting, though, when you first open that door and go in there and, and see not only the reaction of the people who are, are coming to visit the barn for the first time, but also people who come back each time, you know, because it does change, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have villagers that come every year. Some people come every day. Um, and it's, yeah, it's so lovely. It's such a good atmosphere. Like, um, yeah, and um, people will come far, and say, come far away yeah, as well. exactly. They'll come, come down from London and say, "Oh yeah, my friend, my friend told me about this." And I think word of mouth has been really, really amazing for it because everyone is just yeah so gobsmacked when they come in. They like, oh, must tell my friends about it, which yeah. is wonderful. We had a lovely couple in today who I think were here for something like five hours, which <laughs> is pretty amazing. They were here when open doors and. Um, they had tea and coffee and then they looked around and they had lunch and it was, yeah, they're lovely you, you really can spend a whole day there. Yeah. You know, there's so, so much to see, so much to eat and drink and it's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you could make a day of it, couldn't you? Plus, there's the lovely ambience of, of the farm here, which we've been enjoying throughout the yeah. podcast. You know, there's the lambs to look at as well. It's all, yeah. it's all pretty lovely here, isn't it? It is, yeah. And you've got the downs in the background and yeah, it's just love, such a lovely yeah. setting. Well, thank you very much for joining no us. It's to talk to you. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. <laughs> 
The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Tickets are now on sale for Butts Ancient Farm's magnificent Equinox Boat Burn. Taking place on the 24th of September, this is an evening of spectacular entertainment, including living history, combat displays and Viking-style music, culminating in the Viking Boat Burn at dusk. More information can be found at the Butts Ancient Farm website. The Phoenix Theatre and Arts Centre in Borden presents an evening with Dracula in space from touring favourites Bojangles. On Saturday the 18th of June, this string quartet will bring music, theatre and comedy together in a way you've never seen before. Tickets are from £4 and details are on the theatre's website. Also on Saturday the 18th of June, the Gemini Consort will bring a midsummer music concert to St Peter's Church. With music inspired by flowers, trees, birds and rivers from Handel, Schubert and Mendelssohn, the concert will start at 7.30pm. Admission is free with a retiring collection for the Rosemary Foundation. Strood Village Hall is hosting another coffee morning on Monday the 20th of June from 10 until 12 noon. Pop in for a hot drink and a slice of cake. And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to a new episode of Generation Green. This month, Olivia and Mia go to TPS to find out what students there are doing for the environment. Go to shineradio.uk to hear Generation Green and other programmes, as well as a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Earth to Oven is a catering company based in Petersfield, offering locally sourced seasonal menus for collection or delivery. They also offer private catering too. Earth to Oven is catering for the four days of Lamb and Newt's pop-up shop and cafe. And founder and chef Alfie Jameson joins us now. Hello Alfie, how are you? Very well, thanks. It's great to be here. Thank you for joining us. Now this is day one. Yes. How's it gone? It's been really great. Um... I think what's different about this event compared to some of the events I do, it's been very predictable because Lamb and Newt have taken bookings. So I was expecting a rush around the 12 o'clock time and it's exactly what happened. (laughs) Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. So Earth to Oven, what does it mean? Um, Earth to Oven, well, sort of, yeah, just uh, I guess that the name comes from uh, how I approach my food. Uh, It was born out of kind of trying to really... I, I think we've slightly disconnected with our with where our food comes from and, and I've created my business with the idea that I'd like to reconnect with that and uh, Earth to Oven is 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 something that, that speaks of that, I guess. How long has Earth to Oven been going? So not that long, actually. Um, I've been chefing for a lot longer than I've had my business, uh, but I guess I've had the trailer for just under a year now. Um, but yeah, I lo- love every minute of it in there and uh, it's becoming... Um, it's, it's gathering some momentum. I'm really, really proud of it. So food is obviously very important to you. How Absolutely. long have you been cooking? Baking? Um, yeah, so I've been cooking for a long time now, decades, I'd say. Um, I kind of found my passion after university. I, I, um, I went out to New Zealand and I, had, I worked for a guy who, who, who basically inspired me to be creative and in the kitchen. And it's just sort of gained some momentum since then and 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 it's like a snow the snowball effect it's just got bigger and bigger and and you know before I knew it it was the thing that I was obsessed with in my life and wanted to make it my profession and what's generally is on your menu so 
I always have a, a meat option, a veggie option, and a vegan option. And at the moment, my offering is, is, is a flatbread menu. So I like to call them loaded flatbreads. So they're, the fillings are seasonally inspired. So I'll use seasonal local produce. And I like to use producers who I feel have, um, have got the same uh, attitude to the environment and where it comes from as I do. So, for instance, my, my butchers are butcher and larder. They, all their meat is free range. They're just down the road. And um, a, a, a lot of their stocks, are, I mean, I get to know myself. Uh, veg is, is also really local. And asparagus has come from just down the road in Rogate, which is just what I'm all about, really. I like to use, because asparagus, for instance, on the menu at the moment, is bound to be delicious because it's at its peak of, of time and uh, there's not much I have to do to it to make it that, that, mm. that delicious uh, seasonal produce it is. Sounds delicious. Mm. Sounds right, really lovely. We're going to go off on a tangent here. I had some asparagus last night and I literally roasted it with some sesame oil, yeah. olive oil yeah. and some salt Yes. with some Carvo Nero cabbage oh, and nice. made it like a... Yeah shredded cabbage oh lovely and just roasted it all together yeah. and then finished it off with some sesame seeds yeah does lovely. that sound like i've got creative all right yeah yeah that sounds great i, I think the main thing with uh with 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 vegetable haters i guess is <laughs> is is that they don't put as much effort into the veggies as they do their the rest of their meals and i think that's the downfall i really do because oh no one likes overcooked broccoli or just bit boiled in in unsalted water and and put on a plate i i mean that's I, I, I love veg and I, and I wouldn't go for that. So um, I, think, I think the main thing is, is that you've got to treat it with as much care as you do any other, any other ingredient that's going into your meal. And it sounds like you have done there. Yeah, well, well, it it took me a while to prepare. It said 10 minutes preparation, but I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to get it just right. So, yeah. um, and we don't, was it delicious? It was actually. I Good. did it with some, I actually went to um, Sky Park Farm and I got some kebabs oh, from there. Yeah. And I put them in the oven was it venison from sky park farm it wasn't no i had some nice black garlic marinated oh, beef lovely lovely and then some garlic and herb chicken yeah and then just roasted those in there put those in the oven and then put it on the bed of lovely. asparagus and yeah yeah and sesame oil is always a winner you can enhance most things with a bit of sesame oil it's really delicious i sense a cooking show coming in. <laughs> 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 sounding very nice <laughs> so um, Alfie, you are based in Petersfield, yeah. but you can travel as well. You've obviously travelled here Absolutely. with catering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's funny because you say, I, I mean, you're accurately describing me as being based in Petersfield. That's where I live. But most of the trading I've done has actually been Portsmouth way this year. Um, I'm doing Boomtown and Winchester. Um, I'll be doing Wickham, which is Fair and Way. And I was, I was at a Southampton Boat Show just sort of three weeks ago. So it, I, what I love about my, my business is it, it changes every day for me and uh, I love cooking, of course, but that that sort of constant influx of difference and um, changing, even 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 in evening to lunch times, it it's got a different vibe, it's got a different feel. I was at a Fallen Acorn Brewery the other night, and it was the you know the sun was setting over the the, the harbour. It was just a, a really nice destination, but it's so different from a really hectic Victorious, for instance, which is also great, but they're different, and that's what I like about it. So do you just turn up, or do you, did I hear right, you've got a van or something? I've got a trailer, yeah, right. I've got a trailer, which is, is turbo with my Nissan Navara. It's a bit of a big one, actually, it's a funny story, well, not it's funny now, in hindsight, <laughs> but the first outing we, we made was, was, was a disaster, because it rolled on the motorway. Um, so that was, uh, after building to, to, to that first outing for so long, it was, it was 
very gutting at the time, but it's become more and more part of, you know, a, it's an experience which I've learned from. And uh, it's, it's, I guess it's, 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 it's part of the history of the business now, which I'm very <laughs> proud of. <laughs> so if people want to get hold of you or find out more about what you do, yeah. how, can they, how can they do that? Um, so I'm on all the social media channels, as in Facebook and Instagram, yet to be on Twitter, but I, I'm thinking about branching out there. Um, you can also find me, um, if you look on Instagram and Facebook, all my details, my email, if you need a phone number, go on there. It's all there. And my website is actually going to be updated in the next week or so. Um, at the moment, it's got an old, older logo, but um, it will be updated uh, and you'll be able to find all my details there. It's that, that'll be www.earth2oven.co.uk. And what's your, what's your plans for the future? Where do you, where do you see yourself going? So um, I, I guess always, always um, pushing on the food. Um, and, and I've just recently been part of the British Street Food Awards, which was a very, really, really great experience. Um, and one of the things that I guess I learned from, from that was that... Uh, well, there's a lot of things that I learned, but I'd quite like to. I'm, I've been asked, hopefully, to be go, to go back next year, and I'd like to go a bit further next year, having learned the lessons I did this year. Um, so that I guess that's just making the food even better, trying on a daily basis to push and never stay stagnant. You know, I, I'm always looking for the next challenge, and I relish anything that that I can get my hands on in in within my business. I've also got a really great. Um, employee now and I haven't for so long that it's 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 been a real blessing and his name's Ollie and he's doing such a great job and I'd like to get him on board more and therefore grow more sounds great thank you very much it's been lovely to meet you thank you very very much much. good indigo to go on the P stands for Petersfield I like going to the open air swimming pool and shopping (laughs) the Peapod and so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Hannah Stubbington, Mariana Newton, Alfie Jameson, Bob the Dog, who's kept us company throughout. He certainly has. Yes. <laughs> John Walker and Susie Wilde, as well as to the carefully curated volunteers at Shine Radio who support the show and help to put it together. This week's music comes from South Coast R&B band Guilt Trippin' and their new single, Baby. So from Joff and I this week... Bye. Feeling more than a lust, I'm feeling out of control, got me calling your bluff. Like it's enough, it's enough, or we just call up in this moment. Are you ready for a love? Well, I ain't sure I mean you're kind of cool, plus you're kind of cute, but I need more than designer jewels. I need more than bodies that be touching a man that understands me whenever I'm mean. Mother, are you sure? Cause I don't want to settle if it's lost now. I'm sick of being paid, I'm on now. Can you be the one for me? Bye.
basis Not looking for a makeshift Give me fairy tales, sprinkle magic, let me taste it I want more than a little conversation Your eyes, your mind, just know your vibe Really gotta hold on me And I don't wanna wake up from this Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, I hope you're well. Do you know what day it is, guys? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We're back in the groove, aren't we, with Rise and Shine this we week? We are. Uh, yeah, Hit we're the ground running. Rise and Shine. We are doing Petersfield Parenting, about life as a family in Petersfield. JC Creasy. Yes, good morning, Alan, to you and to all your listeners. Rise and Shine, my friends. Rise and Shine. Petersfield people will know this story. You can catch Rise and Shine every weekday morning. Rise and shine. Every day has something happening. Petersfield Shine Radio.